to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and honor forever and ever. Amen. I spoke to you about the verse in our morning Advent devotionals that we could have used at home and perhaps did. Psalm 27, verse 4, in that opening part of that morning devotion, this is the verse I'd like to focus on for my life this year and with you this morning. It's a verse that God, the Holy Spirit, inspired King David to write, that ancestor of Christ. Psalm 27, verse 4. David said, One thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Psalm 27, verse 4. Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, all of us in our world, loved by him from eternity and saved by him in time for eternity. Are you getting used to saying 2021 yet? In the days when we maybe used to write checks, some of us still do once in a while, you had to discipline yourself that first week or maybe the first month of the year when you're writing the date for the check to make sure you got the correct date. And banks honored it, whatever you did anyway. They understood that we forget. It's 2021, January 3rd, I think, right? How did your Advent and Christmas season go in this year where we are estranged and distant from each other we maybe can't encourage each other as much and keep up with how each other is doing how did you do in advent and christmas was it a time when god enabled you by his spirit within you that spirit of christ to draw close to god did you have an advent season when you took advantage of opportunities here at God's house or on live stream or in your own home to take some time and devote it to the Word of God? Was Advent a time for you of spiritual enrichment when you thought about the need for his first appearance, about your own and my sin, our desperate condition, lifeless apart from him, destined to destruction? as we deserved, and how we needed someone to rescue us, as we heard in Micah's prophecy today? Did you think during the Advent and the season leading up to Christmas, think back upon when that promise of a Savior was fulfilled and all the wondrous events that you learned as an adult, perhaps, or already as an infant or child, and you thought about the wonder of those events of Christmas? The shepherds having the angels appear to them, they run to Bethlehem to see the one born as their Savior. The wise men later coming from the east, led by the star. And did you have that Advent focus that remembered, yes, he came, and he comes now through his word, and someday he's going to come back? Was it an Advent Christmas season in which God helped you to more get your priorities straight, 
and focus on your relationship with God and his good news before you got to the other news of the day and the week and the month and the year. Maybe it was a really spiritually enriching time for you. On the other hand, maybe it was a time filled with great stress and trouble as the headlines of the news and your own personal headlines sort of crushed you. Can you remember a time in the end of November and December and maybe early January where you felt like you were just at the end? Where you were living on the border of despair? Was there maybe a time when you cried out, God, help me. Lord, have mercy. Because you were so oppressed by the circumstances of your life, your emotions and feelings and circumstances. Did you perhaps this Advent Christmas season and into the new year, can you remember a moment, maybe more, a moment when you said to yourself, God really does love me. He wants me in his family. I'm forgiven. I've got a home awaiting in heaven, guaranteed. And God's with me in my journey home. This is something that God wants us all to enjoy. Love, forgiven, redeemed, meaningful life and eternal life in heaven awaiting. If you had a spiritually enriched by the Holy Spirit through his word and through considering things that he has done for us in Advent and in Christmas, how do you keep that going? in 2021, and even step it up. Or if you didn't have those kind of experiences in during Advent and Christmas, and how do you get it? Is Advent and Christmas past and gone? And do we wrap it up like the decorations of the church will soon be taken down and packed away, and the same thing with any decorations on your house or in your house? Is that the way it is? We maybe get hyped up a little bit or a lot of it, and then it's gone until November, December, if it comes for us and for our world, 2021. Is there really something there? And if there is, can I enjoy it every day, in every circumstance? No matter what the headlines, and no matter what the events are in my personal life, is it there? It is. And it's there for you every day, all the time, no matter what. Because of God's love for you and me in Jesus. And that's where this verse that I got to enjoy and I think grow in in Advent this year, comes in. It plays such an important role. David knew, and he's a king. He had everything that a king could want and more. But he wanted only one thing. One thing more increasingly. You heard him say, one thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life 
to behold the beauty of the Lord and to see him in his temple. Sisters and brothers in Christ, wherever you are as you're hearing this, sisters and brothers in Christ, believers, and God wants us all to believe in Jesus as the only Savior, the complete Savior, will you join me in this new year and encourage me and I encourage you as we can to be single-minded this year to be single-minded this year and this every day of it and every day until we leave or Christ comes back. To be single-minded, to seek one thing from the Lord, one thing only, to have a single-minded day and year in which we cultivate an awareness of the presence of God in our life. Cultivate an awareness of the presence of God in our life. Now, one thing we need to understand when David says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, he wasn't saying that he wanted to to live in that tabernacle or in the temple building that his son Solomon would later erect, just like we're not saying, God, I I never want to leave 2605 South KK Avenue this year. I want to stay right here and they can bring in my meals. David uses this as a way of speaking about seeing the whole world, the whole universe, all creation as the house of the Lord. To dwell in the house of the Lord the way you'd visit a friend or a relative or welcome them to your house. To be welcome in God's world. To be aware of him. Aware of him at all times. People, this is not a God-forsaken planet. And you are not a God-forsaken person, although you may have been to a point, maybe even many times when you felt that way. There's only been one person forsaken ever. The one on the cross. And he was forsaken for a time for us and our world. God will never forsake those who seek him. He says it, and he keeps his word. This is not a God-forsaken place, this planet, and your life is not God-forsaken. He loves you, and he wants you to have a relationship with him. Adam and Eve were kicked out of God's presence in the Garden of Eden when they sinned because he did not want them to now go and eat that tree of life there in the garden and live forever in sin as sinners. He loved them too much to let that happen. No, out of the garden. You're going to have to get, sin's got to be removed from you. You're going to die, as I said you would. But through death and faith in me as the one who delivers you, as we heard, the one who destroys death, as Hebrews said today, through him you will have eternal life, and when this life is over, you'll live in the presence of God forever in glory. So they're kicked out of the garden, but were they sent out into a, God-forsaken place? Their second son, who killed his brother, Cain, after he killed Abel, said about God's punishment of him, when God sent him and he lived in the land of Nod, which means wandering. Maybe you've been reading that in your scripture readings at the start of the year. 
When Cain hears his punishment from God, he says, this is impossible. I can't stand it. I'll be cut off from your face. I'm going to live in a God-forsaken land. That was unbelief talking. The same unbelief that led him to kill his believing brother. And the devil wants you to believe. And then he points at your sins and says, you deserve it. Wants you to believe and me to believe that we are God-forsaken justly. And he gives evidence with all the news around the scene, like, where is God? How can this be happening? We are not God-forsaken. One thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek, said David. God called him a man after God's own heart. One thing, single-minded, to cultivate an awareness of the presence of God that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to see him in his temple. Cultivate an awareness of God's presence every day. I've been blessed this past year <laughs> so often with opportunities to do that. Retirement's not so bad. And I think it can happen before retirement, too. I know it can. Sometimes it did for me. They say stop and smell the roses, right? Stop and watch the butterflies. Stop and see the birds and the wildlife around you. If you can't walk anymore outside your home, winter weather now, are you unable physically to do that? Well, take a calendar from someplace and look at the picture of it or turn on the television, and even though they may deny the Creator and how long it took them, um, you can watch some nature shows instead of just the news, which doesn't change anyway, right? Just the names, faces, and places is all the same headlines. Get out in the world. <laughs> open your eyes. Open your ears. I do a lot of stupid things, and one thing I think is sort of stupid is people taking a walk outside with their headphones on eyes cast down, they don't see the world around them oftentimes, they don't see the people who are smiling at them, say, they don't hear you say hi. Maybe they're listening to the word of God as they walk. Maybe they're listening to beautiful music. Maybe they don't want to miss the latest comment or commercial. Single-minded in 2021 cultivate an awareness of the presence of God in his world. Someone sent me a text from up north yesterday. They said, it's beautiful. What a creator we have. Amen to that. Seeing him in that created world, watching him provide for his creation, including you and me, giving us our daily bread. Be aware of this God who made you and who every day has helped you and heard you, and blessed you. And as you cultivate an awareness of God, see him in his world. Above all, be sure to see him in his word and hear him. And especially in that word, see and hear the word made flesh, prophesied in the Old Testament, fulfilled in the New Behold the beauty of the Lord, David says, that I may gaze upon the beauty of the Lord 
Sisters and brothers, gaze upon this child born for you. The end of first, Second Peter chapter 3, we almost took a look at it New Year's Eve. The last verse says, Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Contemplate. Single-mindedly. See God. Walk with God in his word. And see this child grow up and how he lived in a perfect relationship with his father. How that God met his needs every day even though he never had an address to call his own. See how he shows us how to live in a relationship with God and with other people. Living as people loved by God, undeserved in our case, and who give people who don't deserve it but need it, and that's everybody, the love we receive from God and the forgiveness we've received from God. See this one walk to the cross in love for God because his Father and the Spirit together with him love the fallen world, the sinful world, so much this is the world's only hope, but it would work that he would take the punishment the world deserved after living the life the world ought to have lived dying for us. The beauty of the Lord in the blood of Christ pouring forth from his hands and feet and later his side. See, see the beauty of him pointing to those wounds on the third day as your risen Savior. See his hands held in blessing over the world as he ascends up not to leave us, but to fill heaven and earth and to rule it for our good. Single-mindedly cultivate an awareness of the presence of God. Walk with him in his world. Walk with him through his word. Behold his beauty of his grace and his love for you, which will never end. And as you contemplate him in, by walking in his world and walking in his word, contemplate him by walking in his work. We who have received the blessing of the knowledge of the forgiveness of sins, we have received the lavish love of God in Christ. It's not just love for us, it's love for all. We who have received that it's our privilege now to share it with everybody else. Everybody else. There isn't anyone that doesn't need a Savior. There isn't anyone who doesn't need the love of God. There isn't anybody that God doesn't love. And it's through those who have received that love by his Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, it's through them that God has chosen, chosen to get the message out to the world. My life ought to be far more patient than it has been, including with my family and the people closest to me. Far better, it could have been. With God's help, it is becoming. <laughs> and there's more room for improvement, right? And those out there that fellow Christians, but especially those who don't yet know Christ, how do they know we've got anything worth asking for or receiving if our lives are the same mess as theirs because of disobedience or worldly lovelessness, as Paul described it to Titus, hating and being hated? 
that old death cycle. God wants his people, despite their pain and the problems, to shine with the light of his love and to have the warmth of his love radiate in their behavior, in their relationships and demeanor with everybody, every circumstance, living in the work of God, walking in his work by doing good to others because of the good we have received from God and our recognition that we are the channels of his blessing. How was your Advent and Christmas? And what kind of start has your New Year's gotten? Furnace went out at our house for several days. That doesn't seem to be too good a start. God worked it out. Took care of everything. Works out for blessing, right? How's your year going to go? No matter what happens in our world and in our personal lives, if we will seek this gift from God. Notice he said, one thing I ask of the Lord, this only do I seek. You ask God, it comes from him, but he expects us who know him to go after it too. If we can encourage each other to do this, single-minded, cultivate an awareness of the presence of God this year. Walk in his creation. See him in his world. Walk in his word, and especially see the word made flesh, our Savior, and walk in his work. Whatever influences in your life, wherever you're wasting your time, in the 24-hour news cycle, eh? however you're wasting your time, stop it. Whatever is making you angry or fearful or encouraging ungodliness, get rid of it. Throw it out the window. God is a God of fresh starts. Every day and throughout the day whenever you need one. Get a fresh start in 2021. Increasingly cultivate an awareness of the presence of God. Think about and focus on those things that build you up. And to that end... New Year's Eve, New Year's Day here in worship, there was a green sheet given out with Bible readings for the day. It's got four readings for every day this year. If you read them all, you'll be through the entire Bible in one year. You don't just rush through. You want to be thoughtful. Maybe you'll read one column of the readings. Maybe you'll read two. I'm trying to read all four. And, boy, the blessings that have come already in these first three days. <laughs> I'm trying to read not only morning now, but... Take two of the other readings in the evening where I sometimes get a little tired out and forgetful of what I read from the Lord in the morning. Maybe read Old Testament and the Psalm in the morning. I don't like to start the day without a Psalm. And boy, what a wonderful thing in the evening to read the Gospel reading or the New Testament reading and a proverb from God. These are meant for us. Now, folks at, on live stream and you today, there is not an insert for you, right? Get this. Right? Openthebook.org. One word, openthebook.org. Or go to the website, stlucas.org. Call the office. They'll send you an email every day what the readings are for the day. But this is the way to get good things into your life, to get centered in Christ who created and sustains you and is going to come back and take you home someday. 
It'll help us as we encourage each other to cultivate an awareness of the Lord. The one thing, the one thing that I really need, everything else in Christ will be supplied. In this way, God chooses to bless you and me and make us a blessing to others and an honor to him. God bless your new year as we together get single-minded, cultivating an awareness of God in his world, in his word, and in his work. In Jesus' name, amen.